Saw Dinesh D'Souza write on Twitter today, don't feel bad for Liz Cheney. She's not losing a job. She's interviewing for one. <laughs> What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast, and it begins here in just a minute. So yesterday, I told everybody, here's what I told everybody. I said, look, and I, and I have to come clean because I had every intention of watching live the January 6th, you know, thing. Uh, and what happened, it was eight o'clock. It was scheduled to begin. I was like, all right, I'll get a, I'll get some, you know, I'll get something to drink. I'll sit down. I'll watch this thing. And, um, all of a sudden what happened was my daughter, because it's summertime, she comes to me and she goes, I got invited to my friend's house for a sleepover. Can I go? And I go, I mean, ask your mother because I don't ever make decisions because I'm not that dumb. <laughs> you know, some people, some people go, man, Mark, you sure are stupid. Or I'll wake up on Twitter every day and someone's like, you're a freaking idiot. And that may be true, but I'm not dumb enough to know that I can't just make decisions based on my children without actually uh, involving my wife. So I say, I say, you know, talk to your mother. So we, uh, she goes, yeah, that's fine. No more school summer, which threw me off too. Cause it's Thursday night. I'm like, you can't spend the night. It's Thursday. Oh yeah. It's summer. Um, so she said, I have to be over there at eight 30 and I go, all right, no problem. So we had like a later, we had pizza at like seven and then I went, got in the shower or whatever. And I, I didn't even think about it, but at eight o'clock I got in the car to like take her to her friend's house, dropped her off, got back at like eight 45. And I was like, oh damn, <laughs> I was supposed to watch this thing on TV, this infomer, this Democrat infomercial about, um, not buying any more Trump. Which really, that's what it is. I did catch a little bit of the end, but then, uh, but I, like I said, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I had better things to do. Um, so this morning, I woke up and I watched the gist. I watched the gist of it. I got the, I got the, uh, the opening statements from the chairman. I got the opening statements from Liz Cheney. I watched Ivanka Trump's testimony about Bill Barr. I watched Jared Kushner's testimony about thinking everybody's basically whiny. Which I'm going to be honest with you, I 100% agree with that. Uh, and I, you know what I kind of, and I realized I saw Tucker Carlson's reaction. I saw Chris Wallace say he was skeptical, all this stuff. And, and you know, I, I basically came to the conclusion that Dinesh D'Souza shares that this has nothing to do with, uh, this has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has everything to do with the individual Democrats on the panel. It has everything to do with Democrats in the party who know that they're going to lose. They're going to lose everything. Liz Cheney knew when she sat down on this committee that her political career was already over. She'd already voted to impeach Donald Trump. She'd already voted to impeach Donald Trump uh, in the second time around after January 6th. She knew that the people in Wyoming were going to throw her out on her, on her, on her, you know, on her cattle prod or whatever. Anyway, she knew that she was done. The Cheney name is garbage in Wyoming and pretty much anywhere in the Republican party these days. Uh, so she needed to start. She's like, look, I got one of two choices. I can either just sit back and do nothing until I lose my job and then try to get a consultancy somewhere. Or I'm sure there's some kind of maybe open like a cowboy boot store or some kind of bar, you know, like Cheney's Q and chew, uh, something like that. Or I could just go, I could just really go all in, go uh, scorched earth on the Republican party and become one of those Republic self-hating Republicans that the Democrats love to pay big money for and put on television. And I guess she's like, okay, for my own, for my own survival, that's the way I have to go. So instead of saying no to the committee, she sat down on the committee. She not only sat down on the committee, she took charge and became the face of the committee. Like if there were movie posters, you know, like the Star Wars movie poster, they had, um, you know, it was like a new hope, whatever. They had Luke Skywalker with the uh, lightsaber 
and Princess Leia and Han Solo. And then in the background, really big was Darth Vader because really Star Wars and people forget this is not a movie about Luke Skywalker. Star Wars is a movie about Darth Vader. And in this particular movie, Liz Cheney would be Darth Vader. She'd be the big looming face over the entire thing because that's what they want. The Democrats are trying to continue with this false narrative that these are bipartisan hearings and they're not. Liz Cheney's not bipartisan and Liz, she's not interview. She's not interested in justice. She doesn't think she's saving the Republic. She thinks she's saving her bank account. She doesn't think she's not trying to get to the bottom of what happened on January 6th. She's trying to figure out what's going to happen on November uh, in November of, of 2022 when she's out of a job. You know, how is she going to pay the mortgage on her ranch come January 2023? Spoiler alert. She filthy rich, so she's not going to worry about it. But she also still needs to stay relevant. She needs to be able to do something. And if she can't uh, be an elected official anymore, which she won't be able to, then she's going to have to join the uh, the media elite over at CNN or MSNBC or one of those places, and they'll be happy to have her. Because again, they feel it gives them a false sense of credibility. That's why they were so hype on snagging Chris Wallace. That's why CNN was like, it's a coup. We got Chris Wallace from Fox News, not even understanding that he was the least liked person at Fox News. Donna Brazil, Juan Williams, Chris Wallace, um, Shepard Smith, those were, those were the bottom feeders at Fox. Those were the low, those were the people nobody wanted. Nobody was going to poach them from Fox News because Fox News wouldn't let him go. But Chris Wallace, eh, you know, he's got a big name. He's, he's been around for a while, but, you know, the, the viewers, he, there are more than, let's just put it this way. There are more than a couple of garages around the country in red states that have dartboards with Chris Wallace's face on them. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, that wasn't it. That wasn't any big deal. And now Liz Cheney is going to be suffering. She's going to be suffering the same fate. Now, the interesting thing about the January 6th committee hearing is that there's also others on there like Jamie Raskin, who needs to boost his, uh, you know, his potential because in the and this is something people don't realize in the Democrat Party, you're going to suffer massive losses. OK, you are going to have a ton of former Democrat representatives lose their jobs to be replaced by Republicans. It's a it's a fact. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Joe Biden has made sure when you look again and when you look at the when you look at the top of the scale, when you look at all the polls, inflation is the number one problem concerning Americans today. And Joe Biden has not only made it the worst inflation in 40 years, but he's also openly admitted he has no idea what to do about it. Gas prices, the worst ever. Five dollars a gallon nationally. Not only does Joe Biden refuse to do anything, Joe Biden knows what he can do about that. He's refusing. He's saying, you know what, we're going to have this pain at the pump. And he's blaming Vladimir Putin. So he's done. He's he's driven the nails through the coffin of the Republican or of the Democrat leadership in the House of Representatives and probably the Senate. And as a result, um, you know, that's bad news for these people that are going to lose their jobs. However, there are a lot of people who aren't going to lose their jobs. There's a lot of people who are in solid blue districts, in solid blue states who are not facing any kind. They're not facing any kind of really, I mean, actual threat to their position. There's no challenger. There's no other candidate. It's just them. They know they're going to skate through. Um, they know they're going to skate through re-election. And Jamie Raskin is one of them. So the people that that are Democrats that are in these positions of power, they know that this is a great opportunity for them to solidify their power. Because when there's fewer, get this is a very interesting, this is kind of interesting. When there's fewer Democrats in the House of Representatives, 
all of those Democrats get more powerful. I mean, think about this. When there's, when there's fewer Democrats in the House of Representatives than all of those longstanding blue state Democrats, they are going to get more powerful. Just look at Nancy Pelosi. She's been there forever. She's been there through Democrat-held uh, House of Representatives um, you know, sessions. She's been there through Republican-held. She's been there through Trump and Obama and everyone else because she's from a blue district. She found herself the bluest district. She got elected, and that's how she got to power. It doesn't matter to her which side of the aisle or, or controls the House of Representatives. She's not going anywhere. And in a way, she's almost more, my, more powerful as the minority leader. We saw so much more of Nancy Pelosi um, you know, when we had a, when we had Donald Trump in office and she had just taken the speakership, but now, now that they control everything, you're seeing less and less of her. There's, there's power in being the minority. Just look at the Republicans. You know, how many prominent Republicans are we seeing that are out there battling, getting FaceTime, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Kat Kemicks, the Lauren Boberts, the Matt Gateses, Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's probably one of the most powerful Republicans we have in this country today. And he wouldn't be if we were in the majority, which hopefully we will be soon. Anyway. So that's all this is. This is this is an infomercial where you have every all of these prominent Democrats and they are trying to make a name for themselves in the industry. And that's the media industry, not the political industry. These folks, if they wanted to be politicians, they wouldn't take over eight networks at eight o'clock on a Thursday. That's not what this is about. This is no longer about politics. This is about FaceTime, camera time, making me a star. This is about ego. This is about how do I become a household name? That's what this is all about. If it were all about politics, they'd show up at the Capitol building at 10 o'clock in the morning and they'd hold these hearings till seven o'clock at night and they'd go home. It ain't about politics, folks. It's about celebrity. That's why they forced everyone to watch this thing on eight networks at eight o'clock on a Thursday night. And now, now that they're, they're continuing to do it, or I don't know, the plan is to continue to do it. I don't know if the ratings were there for them to continue to do it. I don't know if the American people have the appetite or the desire to watch any more of it. But now that they've started, you just, you have to realize this is not anything to do with the Republic, democracy, the United States of America, the Constitution. This is an infomercial. And they only have a couple of months. They only have a couple months left. This infomercial is by Democrat. That's all they're doing. They're selling you. It's like, it's like the sham wow or mighty putty. Or OxyClean. They're trying to tell you, look at, we, they're, they're Billy Mays out there and they're screaming and yelling that you need to buy Democrats because Republicans are the devil. And they've got a short amount of time. They've got this summer to sell you on this idea. And if they don't, if they don't sell you on the idea that Donald Trump's bad, that the Republicans are terrible, then they're going to lose their power. And this committee is going to be done. They're going to pull the plug. That's the first thing Kevin McCarthy is going to do is uh, pull the plug on this committee when he becomes Speaker of the House. All right, a lot more. I have some audio. If you missed it, like I did, I have some audio and I'll pull the audio and we'll play the audio. I have a bunch of other stuff uh, that we're going to be going over today. Something really interesting happened at the Washington Post, which I think is positive. Um, and then we have all our traditional Friday stuff that we're going to get to. Uh, plus uh, the celebrity roast of Josh McCarthy, which I'm very excited about. So definitely tune into the Marque show. Also, locals, dude, this thing blizzowing up. I'm about to shut down my Facebook group, the Catriot uh, Outpost Facebook group. So if you're a member of that, just know you got to make your way over to Locals. I'm going to go post a video here in a minute explaining why and how. Um, so a lot, like I said, Locals is uh, is the free speech community that we're really going to wrap our arms around. It's markk.locals.com. 
markk.locals.com. If you haven't yet, if you haven't yet, yeah, yet joined, go there and do it now.